All right, welcome into this uh, unnamed podcast. <laughs> kind of a preliminary run here. Um, nameless. The nameless pod. Um, we're new to this, so if we do end up posting, bear with us. Um, I am your co-host Kirby Olson, joined by the one and only Chase McQuarter. We so, are. Uh, we're. Be advised that there are my two dogs playing in the background so if you hear some some barks or some unnatural sounds just know that's not me right 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 and i've I've also got the uh i got dodgeball in the background i have it on low (laughs) volume but hopefully uh, stays out of the pod dodgeball i forgot about that movie it's a classic underrated i mean i I was surprised that the uh it has a 70 percent rotten tomatoes i mean given rotten tomatoes isn't the most you know Accurate. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised it's a 70, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, there's so many movies on there that I love that have bad ratings and that I hate that have great ratings, so it's just hard to, I mean, you got to take with a grain of salt, but uh, that's a good yeah, topic. So, that's a good topic we'll probably explore at one point. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we're pretty all-encompassing here on this this unnamed pod. Um, mm-hmm. We'll cover a lot of sports, a lot of fashion, sneakers, pretty much anything entertainment. That's really, in the news. Really, uh, really anything that comes to mind. Yeah, I mean, we're pretty lenient and open to exploring different topics. But uh, so, yeah, this is our pre- preliminary um, episode. I'm excited. Uh, we'll be doing this hopefully as, as often as we can, hopefully uh, depending this week, on, on situational. Hopefully this becomes our, our career. And Yeah, I mean, ideally... <laughs> get some sponsors up on up, up on the pod to take care of our our travels our dogs and uh exactly. the women that we have really everything just we like to talk about sports um we always we'll be texting quite often to be saying what we think about certain sports or certain teams and so i thought why not just throw it on a podcast and see who agrees or disagrees with us and if our if our ideas or or anything we say really strikes a chord with anyone so be it. I oh, mean, it's a uh, podcast are, are starting to become the, the trend. I mean, I've, I've been on the, on the train for about four years. I used to work at Domino's when I first uh, got back from my uh, LDS mission. Um, and uh, as I delivered to Domino's, I would just run through random podcasts. So, like I've been on the train for a while. I yeah. always wanted to, to do one, but never really sat yeah. down and figured out what I want to do. Yeah. You but, definitely, uh, you definitely got on the podcast grind way before I did. I, uh, I don't think I ever really listened to any podcasts until you mentioned Chris D'Elia. Mm. and he, I mean, that dude's hilarious. And so that's kind of when I started. Now I listen to some sports podcasts with, with regularity. I mean, I'll right. normally listen to y'all we all see the ones on twitter and i have my opinions i know you do too about certain Mm -hmm. hosts and co-hosts that have some pretty some pretty uh bold opinions the big thing on this is i want this to be like actual factual opinions not just stuff that's we're doing for clickbait you know and i think exactly yeah and that's if this is a little more authentic yeah um, and that's the goal you know we we're not too worried about what people think as of right now as we uh don't have any listeners but yeah as we get big i mean well the the goal is to stick to our roots and hope that people click on it because they want to listen to it rather than the yeah. bs that we're uh spewing out but yeah, uh, rather than saying why 
why the Chicago Bulls can win an NBA championship and just spewing nonsense when in all reality we know we already know who's going to win the NBA championship. Maybe yeah, that's they the, they should just skip right ahead to June. And that's that's the good thing is we're going to start a talking about the NFL, which is a little bit more competitive and a little bit more. Um, I mean, there's a little bit less known about what's going to happen. I think that's what I like about the NFL. Maybe a little bit more than the NBA is, I mean, no one saw the Eagles winning the Super Bowl last year. Oh, absolutely not, yeah. Especially with the injury. Yeah, with the injury. And, I mean, so I really like the NFL. I really like this time of year. Uh, just, just you know, got done with the draft. And we're just getting ready for, for the preseason coming up. And I'm excited to see kind of what, what happens with all the newly I mean there's so many new quarterbacks in new places and there's just right. there's so much that's, that could possibly happen this year I'm actually like really really excited for the I feel like I'm always excited but this year more so than, than previous years because of all the moving moving and and I mean there's some there's some exciting rookies this year so right yeah I, I mentioned this to my uh, my dad yesterday um, I was helping him move some furniture and I, I told him this was probably the most excited I've been about both college and NFL football in, in a long time. Um, I mean, I think I don't, I don't follow college as much. Um, I'm a little more interested in, in the NFL up until, I mean, bowl season is where I get watching everything, but yeah, I agree. With um, you on that. Like, like you said, it's like, I think the NFL potentially this season could be one of the most competitive seasons it's ever had. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of figured that, as I was looking today and yesterday at kind of the schedules and, and conferences, and it's, it's going to be a fun year. But uh, like I said, um, this is a preliminary podcast. Chase is down in uh, Houston, Texas for work. I'm up in Logan, Utah, so we're um, doing it remotely for now. Um, ideally, we get to, get to do these together once, yeah. he's, once you're back. Um, Absolutely. Find a little area to do that. It's a little more a little better be a little easier. interesting and fun with another person rather than me on my laptop and just talking to the phone sitting yeah. on a couch yeah <laughs> but uh so today me and chase kind of talked about we first spoke probably three days ago um to kind of just get some ideas for this first preliminary podcast we've we've talked for a few weeks about getting this started but just recently kind of jumped the gun but uh-huh. uh uh we kind of decided today like you said, with the NFL starting soon, we're going to kind of go over that, our expectations, our predictions, yeah, and, all-encompassing of the NFL for this I think, season. I think it's good to get out of the way. Curb has a very favorite team, like a team that mm. he likes, and I have a team that I like we're both passionate about. So, One team is much better than the other. One team is dramatically better than the other, and I'm, I'm 100% okay with admitting that. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm a big Dolphins fan. Uh, the reasons, I mean, we can get into that, but I'm a Dolphins fan. They, they're, they're a very below average team. Uh, they're not bad enough of a team that they ever get the first round. They get, ever get the first pick, which is another, I have another way. Yeah, I, I feel that. like, yeah, they never, they never have good, good draft picks. I Dude, feel like they live at the six and 10, man. They live at the <laughs> six and 10, the seven and nine. Like they're not making the playoffs, but at one point in the season, it's like, oh, they could maybe sniff the wild card, you know? Right. Yeah. So it's got to be frustrating. I mean, I as a Falcons fan, Atlanta Falcons, I I went through a few years of that post oh, post you did. Vic, you, um, where it was it was pretty rough, and I got some 
some shit from Forever. some good friends that are from Saints fans, you know, all around the league. I got some grief about it, but I mean, things are looking up even despite the uh, the embarrassing Super Bowl loss. Yeah, which well, I lost a decent amount of money on, but I will we'll forget say about I, that. I was with Curb during that that game, and I I wouldn't wish that kind of that kind of game upon <laughs> any of my worst enemies, man. I don't know what. He was pretty. He was very, very composed. I will say, even in. The, I think it was just. It was just shock. I didn't want to say the f word too many times in yeah. front of the people that were watching. You know. I mean, it was like a. It was like a femur snap. You know, it was just. You don't. You can't really react to something that extreme, and I could. I couldn't believe it either. I mean, as we were watching that game, like everybody else in the world, we thought second quarter it was just victory. Yeah. I mean, we were in the. You we were in the winner's circle. The game was over, and and so. That's something that I've never tasted. I don't know that I ever want to taste, you know, that uh, just how close you were. But it does. I mean, you guys are we've talked about this a little bit. The Falcons are looking like a to me, a preseason favorite from the NFC, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it all depends on Sarkeesian, but uh, they've yeah. got a great team going into the season. But I mean, we'll, we'll get more into that. Um, I kind of wanted to start more on the overall aspect of sports in our lives. So, I mean, like, like we said, we're going to talk NFL. We're going to talk mm-hmm. sports. If we have time, we're going to talk some some fashion trends and hopefully a little uh, Premier League yes. um, as you've recently joined the uh, the ranks. But yes, kind of want to just kind of cover who we are and uh, kind of our history of sports. Good idea. So you you grew up in a very small yeah. cowboy yeah. Small town, town of Rexburg, Idaho. We all drove. We all rode horses, and I had cowboy hat on. From yeah, no, I I grew up in Pocatello, Idaho. Um, right, and then 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 Rexburg. Then Rexburg. Bad. So I moved. I've, I've I pretty much just say I'm from Rexburg. Obviously, I went to high school there, and yeah, growing up, I was a big sports fan. My favorite sports were definitely football and basketball, and I loved watching the NBA and the NFL. Um, I, I mean, I've gotten into various Twitter arguments on, on this, but I'm a big several, Kobe, several. several. It's it's it happens all the time. I'm a big Kobe Bryant fan. And I understand, you know, the judge, the death, the, the judgments that come along with with saying that. But uh, and then the Dolphins, I looked I like the Dolphins because I mean, this is actually kind of a funny story. I used to my dad went to Brigham Young University, graduated there. So did my mom. And so I was kind of just a natural, you know, BYU fan. I was always kind of like the cougars just because my parents which i abhor the cougars now make that yeah, yeah make that very clear i i wish nothing but failure and and many more seasons <laughs> like last season to that program in every way <laughs> yeah that was embarrassing yeah but uh so i loved john beck and they won the mountain west conference i mean he had the awesome back in the day back in the day like i was at the game when he he threw the game-winning touchdown pass to johnny harleen in the corner of the end zone and it was one of the cooler experiences i ever had with my dad and so Anyways, he gets drafted to the Dolphins. He never really gets a chance. He played a couple games, but um, the Dolphins were bad. That was back in the like Chad Pennington days, man, like Chad Henney days. It was, it was rough. But um, so I've been a Dolphins fan ever since. Will Davis was another one of my favorite players yep. from Utah State. Utah State Aggie. Yep, big, big fan of him. When they were back with Coach Anderson, they were, you know, they were awesome. And they had, uh, um, they had Robert Turbin. Um, they had Bobby. So. I just and then he got drafted to the Dolphins and I've always liked him. So that's I mean growing up I will say I think my my comments will be 
I'll feel most comfortable commenting on things, football and basketball. And I feel like fashion, I have, a, I, I, I'm kind of just figuring out what I like about fashion. I'm starting to kind of understand what I think is cool and what, what isn't. And so I'm, I'm kind of, I'm definitely pretty new to that. Um, me and Kerb always talk about music. I think I'm, I'm pretty, uh, I mean, my opinion on music, I don't think carries a lot of weight either. So I'll let Kerb lead in those. I, I kind of just have my own opinions, obviously, but I definitely in the fashion world, I'm just kind of figuring out what I think is cool. Uh, so we'll, right. we'll, we'll share what we think is interesting. And I mean, take my opinion with a grain of salt when it comes to that, because it's not, um, I mean, I'm from Pocatello and Rexburg, Idaho, so there's nothing really. Yeah. I mean, we're, that. we're not, we're not <laughs> professionals in any regard. So it's just, it's more how we feel, what we like, what's fun. Yeah. Well, but, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, born and raised in, in Logan, Utah, um, as you know, and uh, I'm sure many of our future listeners will know, um, <clears throat> raised by a, an avid Utah State fan, oh. um, season ticket holder to football and basketball for since I, I can remember. Um, Big shout out to the man. So obviously, I, I grew up a Utah State fan. Um, so basketball, I was kind of in your same boat with I followed players more than I did a team even though being from Utah I, n- I never really for got sure. into the jazz until recently for sure the last like two or three years um and we'll talk about that more but um yeah I so I grew up Steve Nash was was my hero I had every Steve Nash jersey I had his shoes um so I, I was a big Suns fan wow. um I got him post Mavs after those few years in Dallas so I got him yeah. right when he went to Phoenix and that's kind of that uh, seven second or less Suns team with Mike D'Antoni, yep. Stoudemire, Dude, one of the funnest teams ever. They oh yeah, championship man, freaking Robert Ory. Yeah, big shot Bob tore it from him. But uh, yeah, so I grew up um, a Suns fan just because of Nash. Um, but since I've I've switched over to the Jazz, being from Utah, oh yeah, as you know, and as we'll talk about further, I've got a lot of connections in the organization. Yeah, hopefully yes, some that uh, will be guests on our our show in the future, which I think is a good possibility. Um, yeah. And then with football, um, like I said, grew up Utah State fan. So the cool thing with uh, my family and my dad. So mid '90s, I think, is when it started. Um, I don't know how exactly, but he either knew or met some of the players, um, and we started a tradition when I was probably three, four years old, 1995, 96, um, of having, having five to six to seven of the, the current Utah state football players over for dinner every Sunday. Yeah. Um, and we had our staples of the same guys coming in every week and then just some, some every now and then, but one of the main ones, his name was John Del Carty. Um, I want to say graduated. I don't know if he actually graduated. He got drafted, uh-huh. um, either 99 or 2000. Um, he's a safety one of the best safeties that come through Utah state uh, uh-huh. big guy out of Florida, about six, three. Um, but he got drafted by the Falcons. Um, so that was kind of the first, my first yeah. step in the door that plus, I mean, Vic was just getting started there. And Dude. so I, I was a big, I, I, I learned this recently that a lot of my sport passions came from my older brother. He was uh-huh. a big Nash fan. So like, I, I just wanted to be like him. So yeah. Yeah. Course. I liked the same teams, and he was a big Falcons fan too. So that kind of is where it started. And since then, Duncan? I'm just... no, that was Riley. Duncan. Riley. Duncan is a is a Chargers fan, so he's oh. he's got he's he's got the worst of it. He's worse than <laughs> the Dolphins fans. But uh, 
as we'll talk about further, I have some high hopes for the Chargers this year. Um, maybe it might shock a few people, so he could feel a little better about being a Chargers fan this year. I mean, but, if, we're, uh, if he's going to actually get any kind of you know elation from that, we, we might as well just get it over with and just talk about it in preseason because we all know <laughs> come regular season, it's not. It's I mean, that's a. I guess that I guess uh, that division has gotten a lot weaker. So yeah, but, they just always have either some injuries or just one or two things go wrong. But dude, I, I mean, they got this new coach, the young defense, good running back. At least he has been alive for that fourteen and two season with I think Marty Schottenheimer was their coach and they, LT and they choked in the first game. <laughs> yeah, what uh, a rough, rough uh, team to be a fan of. That's tough, yeah. So man. that's that's uh those are my teams. Um, I grew up playing basketball, football. Um, I've golfed since I was a kid. You know that I'm a big golfer. You are you are a big golf fan. And I, I mean, I can, I can talk about golf forever. I mean, my dad watch every major. Um, <clears throat> they're a lot of fun. It's a lot more fun to play, obviously. But dude, can I just um, say, can I just say that? I mean, me and Kerb, obviously, both being from pretty small towns in Idaho and Utah. So that's what I kind of like about this pod is it's going to be just some, you know, instead of your mainstream podcast opinions from the big market, big city areas. I think it's it's cool to hear. Kind of just what hear the little you know, guy. Yeah, what we hear the little guys say and what they think. And I mean, growing up in Idaho, <laughs> I was never a jazz fan either. And so we kind of just pick teams based on players, and it's just it's just different. Like there's so many kids that grow up just in, in you know being here in Houston right now. Everybody always like you know likes the Rockets, and they've and they just you know they like their Astros and they like the Texans, and they have all these professional sports teams. And we're just the little guys, man. With you know with nothing to really besides the jazz to, to call our own. So, I mean, I think that's, what's cool about this pod is just our kind of unique opinions on players. And I'm excited to talk a little bit about, um, you know, the jazz and I guess when it comes to the NBA, because I've, I've kind of been like curb in that in the last year, Donovan Mitchell may convert me all the way over to a jazz fan, man. Which is not what I expected knowing you. I mean, not being a Laker and Kobe fan. Not at all. And I just think he's so – I just – I love – I think I like watching him. Hey, shut up. Those damn dogs, bro. Those are my dogs. Hey, uh, yeah, I, I told you. Shout that. out Gus and Griff. Shout out Gus and Griff. They're fighting. Um, but, no, let's – I guess NBA's uh, – that'll be, that'll be a, a topic we discuss later. But, um, but yeah, you know, I mean, NFL and – I mean, jump into what we think. I know we had some ideas on what we wanted to talk about, you know, going into the season, mm-hmm. how unpredictable it is at this point. And, I mean, I was looking at the, the divisions just yesterday, and it, it just really – something that really stuck out to me that I was surprised. I mean, I looked at my Dolphins in the AFC East, and they're always, you know, they're always in the bottom, but, you know, they just alternate with the Jets. And this last year was nothing – Nothing different. They were six and ten. They took third place, and then you scroll. You know, you look at the Falcons in the NFC South, and they were also third place at ten and right. six. And I just am reminded of how strong that conference is and will continue to be in this next year. I think. Do you think the same? Yeah, I think it's. I mean, I think you'll see some more competitiveness in the AFC. But I've always been a firm believer the NFC is a much more entertaining and oh, I agree. With competitive that. division or conference. Um, I agree with that. The South has been the best division in football for the last four years. Yeah. I mean, no, it's, it's been 
it's crazy. Falcons two years ago, the Saints last year, the Panthers three years ago. Like it, it switches. They, yeah, it's somebody different every year. And I think you'll see a lot more of that um, this year, even in the NFC East. Um, NFC West, like you said, won't be as tough. I think the NFC or the AFC South could have some some good competition. Yeah, the AFC South is just kind of a big question mark. I think there's so much that, I mean, that has... a lot of it's injuries played a big part there. Like oh, they yeah, got injuries. Deshaun Watson coming back from the knee injury. Their Andrew Luck's finally healthy. Oh man, Marcus Mariota is always a question mark. Yeah, you never really know with that. Yeah, so I mean, just looking at the divisions, I guess what. I mean, what do you think is – do you think the AFC is just another year of Patriots-Steelers or, I mean, the Jaguars? Well, let me, uh, let, me, let me give you my rundown here. I, uh, okay. Like I said, put up a, a Google Doc with okay. uh, my standings. I didn't do records. Um, I didn't want to get too, that into yeah. it. I just did how I thought the, the divisions would, would turn yeah. out. Okay. So AFC East, I'll give you my one through four, and I'll do that. I'll do that for each of the AFC, and then kind of give you my playoff spots. And then, if you have that organization, you can do that as well, or just chime in. Um, for the AFC East, I have the Pats on top again. Um, yeah. It's not a strong division, and no. Belichick and Brady are still bastards and dominating yeah. the league. So I hate them. I hate. Them. Despite their Edelman being out, what's he out four games? For his yeah, suspension. something for that PED stuff, right? But I mean, they got Gronk. Their defense is young and, and talented. They bring back a lot. So, yeah, Patriots won. Here's a here's a shock for you. I got the Dolphins finishing second. Wow, that is it. That's refreshing. Yeah, I think I think they could surprise some people. You'll see. I don't have them in the playoffs, but I do have them finishing second in the AFC East. Then I've got the uh, Bills and Jets. Okay. Uh, obviously, Jets with Darnold. He's got a. I don't think he'll be a, a star right away. You think, he's gonna be, you think he's going to be one of those projects, kind of? Yeah. I yeah. think you'll see that with a lot of I the rookie quarterbacks this year with how many there are. Yeah. Um, and a few of them have good people to, to get behind and kind of learn from. So, like I said, Bills and Jets. Um, AFC North, I've got the Steelers. I mean, they're going to be – I think they'll be great. Really? Um, they return a lot of people. That offense is stacked. Um I think Bell has a good year. Roethlisberger has a good year. AB is arguably the the best receiver in the game. Yeah. And our boy Juju. Um, hopefully Juju comes on the pod. We've hung out with him a few times. Yeah. So shout out Juju. Shout out Juju. Um, dope dope kid. Um, yeah. I've got Steelers one, Ravens, Bengals, wow. and Browns. Ravens. Okay. I mean, I I I went back and forth on the North here. I mean, last it was the same last year. Ravens and Bengals second and third. Yeah, um, yeah. It's the Bengals just, just – I just don't trust Andy Dalton. No, dude, I – You can't trust gingers with the ball, you know what I no, mean? Like, and you no disrespect, but – Is trick is Marvin Lewis still there? Uh, I think – actually, I don't know. I think he got fired, didn't he? They're such a quiet team because no one – Yeah, you forget serious, about them. You know? I yeah, think exactly. The only thing like is – You forget they're playing until yeah. you're like, oh, shit, the – Bengals are on TV. Holy, the Bengals. Yeah, it's like, why are they on Thursday night <laughs> They're on football? Thursday night football, which, I mean, they always put – there's usually like three or four good Thursday night games a year. Yeah, that's normally the most that the Dolphins get tweeted about is when they wear those awful all-orange creamsicle jerseys and, and the Thursday night football, and they normally – I think they actually lost to the Bengals. Yeah. Um, but, no, I think you're right. The Steelers and the Patriots, I think, are – are both in the same boat where they're so obviously the superior team in those divisions. And then the rest of them are just kind of, you know, they're just a bunch of really 
unidentifiable, you know, teams with no clear leader. There's problems with, um, I know with like the Bills, the Dolphins, the Jets, they're just all, um, they all struggle as far as, I know, you know, coaching's always been an issue. This They've just been outlasted from, Bill Belichick has been owning that division for about as long as I can remember. I think my, my entire lifetime is what it feels yeah, like. Yeah, as long as I can remember, they've been dominating. But what I wanted to ask you is you think the Steelers, despite all these contractual issues with Le'Veon Bell, will be able to, to see past that? And, and, and obviously win the division, that's not really a, I mean, a shocker. But do you think that's going to – you said Le'Veon Bell is going to play really well. Do you think he'll have a breakout season or do you think he's going to be – I mean, I think – I mean, he's, he's already known as arguably the best running back in the league. Yeah. Um, as you see in, in fantasy, he's one of the top picks every year. Yes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that it's it's tough to tough to know and to predict just because of the contract issues. And it's I feel like it's been happening for a few years. Like he's always had he's a money grabber. You know, I mean, it's it's yeah. a business. You got to understand that they well, they want the money. But there's just a lot of egos on that team. I don't think it's, yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing because, like you said, I'm I'm very pro player when it comes to that. I think that. Le'Veon deserves every dime he thinks he should get. I do think so because he can just do so much on the receiving end, on the running end. He's just a unique player, and I think he definitely deserves to secure the bag. But oh yeah, for sure. Um, uh, I I do wonder how how you know Big Ben's gonna hold up. He's he's getting old, and um, he had you know games flashes last year where he would have. I think he had five picks against the Jags, and then yeah, I mean they still finished thirteen and three, but. I'm excited to see how the Steelers do because I just feel like one of these years they have to get over the hump and you know beat the Patriots and Foxborough or, or whatever to right. to take over that you know in the AFC. But I think you're right so far. Um, you have did you say Ravens, Bengals, Browns? Yeah, and I think the Browns get more than three or four wins this year. It, that's a, that's something I wanted to talk about. Do you think they do three or four? Yeah, I think they. I mean, I feel like the whole attitude in Cleveland has changed. That'd be really fun to watch. Like the the players are actually invested. It seems like they're excited about the team. They seem a little more together this year. Well, so I think I think, I, think the, I haven't I haven't looked at the schedule in depth, but I still I I think they can pull off three or four. I think they should. They just have so much talent. Like you said, I think it's just as soon as the 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 switch gets flipped from them just accepting loss after loss after loss. I guess. I really li- actually liked what Jarvis Landry said. I think it was very controversial that I mean, obviously, you know, they could they could play for a Super Bowl. They could hang forty points on people. I don't think they'll mm-hmm. hang forty on anyone, if I'm being honest. But yeah, I think they will win a few games, and I I'm excited because I think winning three or four games in Cleveland is going to feel like they won eight games. Yeah, or more. Yeah, but I think just even winning that three or four is going to change a lot of things for them. Um. I mean, obviously, that's a, that's still a shitty season, but yeah. in Cleveland, that's that's a win right there. Um, their offense, has, I mean, if they can figure things out, if they can click, that's a scary offense. Oh yeah. And if, I mean, it, obviously, it comes it starts with the quarterback, whether that's Tyrod or that's uh, or Baker Man, Man, Manziel Jr. Yes. as they oh. as they say. But I think, yeah. but I mean, they got Jarvis, they got Josh Gordon, if he can overcome his I think they said anxiety and depression I think he's not going to be at camp just because he needs a break or whatever they yeah read an article about that but I want, uh, him, I want him to come back strong yeah I mean he and he he showed flashes last year too with his potential I mean he's a monster he is 
And then they they drafted was it they drafted Chubb didn't they from Georgia? Yeah, they did. So they've got they've got some potential. Um, well, yeah, and then on defense they have. Uh, yeah, they've got uh, Garrett Miles Garrett. Yeah. They, I'm kind of waiting for year. my guy Jabril Peppers, who I think is ah uh, yeah so Last cool. Year's pick. Yeah. Also, they're... they did the uh, you saw was, I think House of Highlights did it Bleacher Report. I saw it on Twitter the uh, their office video they made. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to give them five, like four or five wins just for that alone. Yeah, yeah. That, no. that was iconic. I love that. That, that you got to chalk up. Yeah, four wins. I mean, you, you know, you know, I'm a huge Office fan, and I know you are as well. And I'm oh, sure many yeah. of our listeners will be. So you got to respect that. I really hope that the majority of our listeners are pro the Office. I've... If not, I mean, just so, get the hell right. out of here. You know. Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. Get the hell out of here. Just get out. I don't like. <laughs> I saw a tweet the other day that said. Are you pro office or pro uh, Parks and Rec? And I I couldn't believe that there was even anybody that was voting for Parks and Rec. It just blew my mind. I, I don't. I mean, Parks and Rec was a great show. I think the office. Is it, though? At its, at its, it yeah, I liked it. Okay. Yeah, I liked it. The office at its best is better, but like I, I can't even watch past eight season eight and nine. Like I hate Pam. Like she, I can I turn it you off. Really, I can't. You really dislike Pam? That's interesting. I truly do not like Pam. But uh, that's 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 a topic for another day. Um, okay. okay, that's fine. Moving on to the AFC South, we'll go through these ones quick. These ones don't have as much uh, yeah. info to them. But I have Jaguars again, best defense in the league. Okay, I mean like just like the uh, Browns and pretty much every other team in the league. It depends on the quarterback there, and as we know, yeah, Blake Bortles, uh, who's uh, that Twitter account for Bortles is one of the best on Twitter. It is one of the best. Um, one of my favorites. I. I laugh every time I see something from them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I have Jaguars one, uh, Texans coming in at uh, two, Colts, okay. Titans. Colts, I mean, it remains to be seen how, how Luck does. I think he has a decent year, but they just don't have the team around him to really compete oh my gosh. in the AFC. T.Y. Hilton and a bunch of nobodies. Yeah, and then the Titans, I don't know. I think they potentially could be good, but Mariota just can't stay healthy. But, I mean, you know me, I uh, – I grew up in high school, best friends with their current rookie backup, Luke Falk. Shout out, Luke. That's right. So, uh, as, shout as, out to Luke. as much as I hate to say injury, I mean, nobody likes an injury, but if Mariota's got to go down, hey, here comes Luke. Take a, take a little sprained ankle for, our, for Luke yeah, Falk to come shine. Let's get we'll Luke in there. Right that. Yeah. Luke, who is a, an avid Dixie Chicks fan uh, like myself. Wow. So, uh, yeah, we used to sing Dixie Chicks uh, before a basketball game. So, uh, shout wow. out, Luke. We're just going, yeah, wow. We're just full disclosure out there. Learning Chicks. some new things about me, yeah. But, I, mean, I, uh, I don't even know that about you. That's interesting. It's been a while since I've, I've delved back in, but uh, wow. shout out, Dixie Chicks. They were legends for sure. Oh, gosh. Okay, well. Um, Moving on to the uh, AFC West, I've got the, uh, here's the shock, the Chargers taking what? the uh, top spot. Wow! Hot, hot take alert. Shout out to Duncan. Shout out Duncan, my older brother. The Chargers He's smiling fan. right now from ear to ear. He'll be one. He'll be one of the avid listeners for sure. As much as he hates you on Twitter, <laughs> um, <laughs> but you guys are both Tottenham fans now, so you kind of have to get along. Go Hot Spurs, man! Tottenham Hot Spurs. But uh, yeah, I have Chargers. Then I've got the Chiefs, Broncos, and Raiders. Shout out Logan Hamilton. Raiders taking fourth in the. Oh, division. Logan! He will. He will not like to hear that. I just. You don't think John Gruden can I, – I think it takes Gruden a little bit to figure it out. He's probably too worried about that absurd, absurd deal they gave him. Well, can we talk about his uh, – 10 years. Yeah, 10-year, 100 million, wasn't it? 
Yeah, or something like that. Something ridiculous for not having coached in six years. Oh, my gosh. I mean, he, granted, he did bring old Rondé Barber and those Buccaneers a Super Bowl against the Raiders. Yeah. Legend. I, I, I do remember that Super Bowl. That was a, that was a fun one. I do remember watching that. Too. Mike Allstott, the fullback. He was a yeah. legend. Shout out Rich Gannon, Rich Gannon, who had a terrible game. He yep. had four picks. Yep. Um, Not surprising. So I, that's, that's actually interesting. I think I agree with everything you said. Um, I, I don't really have any kind of opinion on the AFC West thus far. I think. See, I it's, think yeah, it's just a toss up at this point, it's honestly. A but I really want to see Patrick Mahomes like yeah. fall out. I really like him. I think it'll take him a little while just because he didn't get time last year behind Alex Smith. I do too. And I think he's such he's just a polar opposite of what Alex Smith is as as you know as a player. Yeah. Like he's a slinger and he's a playmaker and but he's got the talent. This, this conservative guy. Yeah. I mean Alex Smith is definitely a Republican Mormon, you know? <laughs> That's because the way he, tr- he plays he truly he is, is that. Because yeah. of the way he plays he is that and also a Utah said, University of Utah graduate. Exactly. And with that being said, Sam Bradford is also a, a conservative LDS man. He just doesn't tell people that, but he is because yeah. he's the worst Closet. he's the worst human to watch throw a football. Oh, he's poor guy. Like he had, I loved him in Oklahoma, but oh, the NFL dude. just wasn't made for him. It was <laughs> But uh yeah, so I'm, the Broncos meh, I'm not um I the Broncos have always been kind of a, a least favorite team for me because I hate, I hate them. Being from Utah, most people like the Broncos because of the closest team. And they normally wear they like, company they accompany their Bronco shirt with some camo. Yeah, like just hick, country folk, <laughs> the ugliest jerseys, like that bright orange. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. It complements camo too well. I although I will say, I mean, you and I both lived in Denver last summer. Beautiful yep. stadium. Yeah, beautiful sure. city, one one of the best out there, underrated cities. Sure. So, uh, shout out the city of Denver, but the Broncos will not Broncos be uh, relevant this suck. year. So you suck. Yeah. So, uh, with that being said, here are my playoff spots by seating. Okay. Um, I've got might might surprise a couple people here. Um, uh-huh. I have the St- Steelers at one. Okay. Jaguars at two. Holy. Patriots at three. Chargers four. Texans five. And Ravens six. Wow. Yeah, that's so, uh Patriots, I don't think you'll see a lot of those predictions quite quite like that. The Patriots do not um secure the first round bye. Nope, home field advantage um against the Ravens. <clears throat> but Dang. I just don't see them. I think I think they still win 10, 11 games. Yeah. But uh, as you'll find out here in a second, it's uh their run of dynasty I believe is over. Do you think the deterioration of, of Tom Brady is, is going to be more evident this year? Yeah, I think – I mean, you'll still see him ball out a little bit, but I don't think he has the year that he did last year no. or previous years. I think he's kind of on the downslope. But, I mean, he's Tom Brady, so you don't really know that. He's not going to win MVP. Yeah, exactly. But uh, – so that's my playoff lineup. Um, so first games I have the – Patriots over the Ravens and the Texans over the Chargers. Oh, sorry, Duncan. Sorry, Duncan. I mean, at least they got in the playoffs. But uh, so that means our second round matchup is Steelers, Texans, Jaguars, Patriots. Um, oh, a little rerun from Pats, Jags. Yeah, so that'll be a, that'll be a fun one. And then my AFC Championship, I have Patriots at the Steelers. So right. I, wow. I give that I give that one to the Steelers just because they have that sure. Heinz Field advantage. Um, sure. All those towel waivers. Um, 
terrible. I think they win that game. And I think you'll see a lot of uh, revenge taken out after their brutal, unfair, ridiculous loss in week 15 last year. Oh, you... um, with the okay. tight end that supposedly didn't didn't secure the ball over the goal line, which was so dumb. Shout I, out to that Jesse pisses James. me off. It, it I, was, it I watched those highlights one. last night, and I was like, "How in the hell?" And then the same play happened in the Super Bowl. Yep, and, and they, they and they, they called it a touchdown. It's yeah. like, where do we draw the line? Let's figure out what a catch is already. It's been exactly that's what, my... three years since Des Bryant's initial one. Yep, and yeah, you it's it's just <clears> bad. <throat> it's bad. They need to fix that. But okay, so Steelers are going to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. Yep, interesting. That's uh, my prediction. What what are your thoughts? Like, what do you who do you think is going to be in the playoffs and come out from the AFC? Who do you so, got? So I think that. I'm okay with you saying Steelers number one seed. In fact, I think I'd agree with you on that. I I think the Patriots lock up the two seed. Um, and then I think I, I think division winners, the only difference I have from you is I think the Chiefs will win their division. Okay, and I could I could see that too. I mean, like we said, it's a toss up in the West. It's such a toss up. So they could all be nine and yeah. seven, honestly. I think it'll go Patriots or Steelers one, Patriots two. I think the third seed uh, will be the Jaguars. And then I think the four, it's tough for me here, but I want to say that I think, oh, bias says Dolphins, but, you know, life says, <laughs> life says no. Uh, I think that the Chargers also get in. I think they're going to have a good year. Um, shout out, Duncan. Shout out, Duncan. And... I don't like the Ravens, and I just hate Joe Flacco and everything that he represents. Um, let's see. So what do I got right Way now? overpaid. Also. Way overpaid. He had, like, three good games. I'd love to see Lamar play, honestly. They should just oh, move on now. Still bitter about the Dolphins passing on Lamar for uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, but we needed it. I think Minka's going to have a good career, but I think Lamar has a great career, and he's probably already better than Tannehill. So. Oh, he is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Most um, backups are. So I agree with everything you said. I think that who comes out of the AFC is – I'm okay with saying the Steelers because I also agree that Tom Brady, I think, is going to show his – I mean, last year was a crazy year. that you know I, I, He really defied any kind of um, expectation that anybody could have had for him. And so I think this year is, is going to be a little bit – um, a little bit of a regression as far as his production. I think he'll right. still win some games. They're going to win their division, but I think they lose. And I'm, I, I, what other place would they lose besides Heinz Field in the AFC in yeah. December? So um, I, I'm okay with Steelers representing the AFC. And I don't really care about mentioning the Chiefs because we all know that Andy Reid only coaches the regular season. <laughs> and then How he, true that is. And then he just grabs a big old diner menu for the playoff game and acts like he's calling plays <laughs> <laughs> and uh so i don't think the chiefs do anything i think they're they're uh they're gonna be a little bit of a project with mahomes and i think the jaguars are a trade away from getting like bortles swapped out for somebody with you know oh yeah you bring in a, a top 10 quarterback there oh, that team is incredible their defense is so defense is amazing they got leonard fournette Oh, got some good wide receivers, tight ends. Their they're line's like still the SEC, tough. They're like the SEC football team in the NFL. Like they're just yeah. smash mouth, smash mouth defense. Uh, they're fun. You know, lockdown corners. Love Jalen Ramsey. And then, like you said, Leonard Fournette is going to get the ball twenty-eight times a game. 
and I love – I think he's really – I like watching the Jaguars. Um, the offense but, isn't, isn't as exciting as it could be, but – The offense is, is – yeah. Like, if they improve there, it'll be scary for the rest of the league. It will be. So, and I think that uh, – I think the Steelers do it, though. I think the Steelers, you know, represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Okay. We uh, we agree on something there. That's Shout a bit out of a shock. Us. Wow, yeah. Wow. But uh, all right, moving on to the NFC East. This is um, it's tough. The NFC is yeah. This one, I actually moved around my playoff spots like two or three times trying to figure it out because there's so many damn teams that could be so good. But uh, we'll start with the NFC East. Okay. I think uh, the Eagles take the top spot again. Really? Um, okay. With Carson Wentz coming back, that defense is good. Um, they have a good young core. And Peterson is an incredible coach. Oh, he is a stud. Let's coach. not forget about his his play calling in the uh, Super Bowl. He was, dude, he was amazing. He outdid, he outdid Belichick, man. He really did. Which is very rare. Um, so I have them uh, at one. Okay. This is this one could be a hot take, but I have the Giants two. Wow. Cowboys three and Redskins four. I, I I don't think anybody's really too worried about the Redskins this year. No one's worried at all. Got a good running game. Defense is okay, but I mean Alex Smith isn't always the most reliable quarterback, especially in a new system. So nah, I yeah. I don't think they do much. The Giants, uh, it all I mean just like every other team, it de- depends on the quarterback. Eli, perhaps the goofiest, ugliest, most unathletic. <laughs> Him it's, and his it's... brother go one two. I think. They do. They're just such unorthodox. But so good. And so good. I mean, Eli had a bad year last year, but Eli's had a bad year every year since really the Super Bowls. I mean, he's just... How how does he have two Super Bowls? How? It's the biggest... The biggest question that you know that I can think of as far as greatness with NFL quarterbacks is the fact that Peyton really, to me, has won. I mean, the defense... Won him the second one, but Eli oh, yeah. is the is the very is the the sole contributor to that. I mean, to almost both Super Bowls, he had some. Oh yeah, he players, was a but, he was a maniac in the playoffs. Oh, he was the most clutch quarterback. Uh, it was insane, and he's like he's like a better version of uh, playoff P. He is because playoff is. P was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> no, Shout out I, Joe Ingles, my boy, for shutting him down. Dude, Joe Ingles, what a guy. Also, I, I think surprised. I think I think we'll have Joe on the pod. I've I've met I'd him, love, talked to him a couple times. He's a Joe, he's a cool dude. I'd love Joe just to just to hang out with in any setting. Oh yeah, he was he was a fun guy. Every time I've talked to him after games down in the players' lounge, he's just a a joy to be around. And like I've always said, if he wasn't six eight, there's no way in hell you'd think he was a basketball player. Dude, if he wasn't six eight, I, I could definitely see him showing up to my third ward basketball like. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what's it called? Church ball games. Just raining threes and raining. getting technicals. Oh, shout out to Joe Ingles for shutting down Paul George. Jingling. But, uh, yeah, so I have Cowboys three. Um, okay. Let me ask you. I don't know. It's, it'll, be, it'll be an interesting interesting year for the Cowboys. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so the Cowboys, America's team, we have to talk about them because everybody talks about them. But, I mean, what do you, what do you think? How is Dak's year and then how is Zeke's year? Um, well, first off, let me say, um, as you know, Caleb Tuller, one of our, uh, our good friends, um, uh, well, one of my good friends, he's, uh, you guys are kind of like enemies on, on, on Twitter. You guys have had your battles, but, uh, he's a diehard Cowboy fan. So well, you know what? I'm, I'm also a Cowboys fan, Caleb. So 
you know, maybe we can that that could best. hurt him actually. Oh, geez, yeah, maybe he will hate me more. But my dad's from Texas, so I kind of grew That's up. That's right, I didn't know just, that. Yeah, just liking Cowboys because my dad did. But anyways, so what are you saying? Yeah, so he's he's a Cowboys fan, so I always hope for their demise, just because yeah. I hate seeing all the shit on Twitter about their games and winning and stuff. So it's been great the last couple of years not having to yeah. hear that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I don't know. It's just Dak. Like I don't know if you saw it. I saw it on Twitter today. It was one of those uh, kind of like those Gruden things where it was they're going over film and there's a bunch of coaches in the room uh-huh. and they were showing they were showing tape of uh, Carson Wentz showing how to throw, and it just made me laugh. Like this guy has to watch tape of Carson Wentz in like the Cowboys facility on how to throw out, the ball, figure out how to throw. And I saw another video. It was him and uh, uh, David Carr at some event, and it was like they were hitting targets. David Carr hit every single oh, one within like I ten. That Dak video. didn't hit a single one. Dak wasn't even close. I was like, damn. Because yeah. he had an amazing first year. That first year they made the pl- playoffs and got beat by the Packers. Packers, yeah. Oh, that was one of the best best playoff games ever. Yeah. But uh, I think Dak has kind of a year he did like last year. I had him on my fantasy team, unfortunately, for a while. Did, oh. not, did not enjoy that. No. I think, I think Zeke has a great year, just like his, uh, his rookie year. He could have had another great year last year despite the uh, suspensions, but uh, that kind of ruined it for him. Yeah. I still think they win eight or nine maybe. Okay. But nine, nine seven, I, I, I don't see it. I don't have them in the playoffs. So. Okay. That's interesting. Maybe in the future. Okay. Moving on, do you have anything else with the uh, NFC East? Um, I do think you're right in, I mean, the Giants going from three and 13 to, in my opinion, they could win nine, ten games, if you ask me, this year. Ten, maybe – I could even see him going like 11 and five because OBJ's back. Um, I think he has a great year. I'm honestly looking for him too. on my fantasy team. I think he does too, and I think Saquon will have a, a decent year. I don't think he's going to do like Zeke, but I think he'll have a good year. And just having that attack, that running attack, and then OBJ can, you know, at any point can go, you know, take it to the house. Um, yeah. And he just – oh, he just paralyzes – defenses with his ability to turn a, a two you know a two yard slant into a 65 yard touchdown so i think exactly because you think about his routes yeah he doesn't run downfield that much no he doesn't like a lot so many of his routes are slants across the middle and then he just turns up field and is gone yeah so i think just the short do well. five to ten yard routes yeah, yeah I, I think you're right about that i think it'll be fun to watch though i think Sa- saquon's gonna if he stays healthy he's gonna have an amazing career I really to like be him. one of the best uh, running backs that we've had in recent memory. Um, so yeah, it's our we agree there. Eagles going one in the NFC East, right? Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, going on to the North. I think the North. I mean, top two will be tough. I think that'll be competitive. Um, I have the Packers going one. Okay. Out of the North, and then Vikings, Bears, and Lions. Um, Lions Vikings. Lions, yeah. yeah, I just. I don't know. They, they're just underwhelming for me. You're not a Stafford guy. I like him, but the team as a whole is just inconsistent. Yeah, no, they are. Like their defense shows flashes. They can be good, but they're together. Yeah, I don't know. I think you're. I think you're. I mean, the Packers, if they have Aaron Rodgers healthy for a whole year, it's it's almost like everybody else is immediately an underdog, even despite the Vikings' great defense and. Yeah. And everything. I think that the Packers 
reign supreme in that division just because of Aaron Rodgers, even though that they haven't done a great job of surrounding him with any, you know, decent players or decent receivers. He's kind of just had average guys for a long time, and he's still, I mean, last year, him getting hurt. But I think the Packers are the favorite there as well. Yeah, and even though they lose Jordy Nelson to the uh, the Raiders, I mean, they, they brought in Jimmy Graham, who – is on, I feel like, the downslope of his career. He didn't have a great year in, in Seattle. I think he's kind of been yeah. washed up since uh, his Saints years. And I hated him because, obviously, I'm a Falcons fan. Yeah. So he never liked him. But, yeah, I think I think Aaron has a, an amazing year. Probably the uh, top one or two, maybe three in the in the league in fantasy well, then quarterbacks I'm, this year. This. I might, we can do this later, but MVP pick? <clears throat> Rodgers is my MVP pick, dude. I could see that. Um I'd like to – I could see it being um, somewhere other than, than a quarterback this year. Really? I'd, I mean, when was the last time we had a receiver win it, you know? That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. I'm I okay with know. that, but I could I could definitely see Aaron Rodgers, um, especially with being hurt last year and coming back from yeah, it's been a major injury like that. Um, he's so damn fun to watch, man. Dude, he's just – The a... things he does with the ball is just – we've never seen it before. Honestly. He's a cheat code. He really is. His arm strength is absurd. It is. It really is. His accuracy. Yeah, I have – then I got Vikings going to there. Um, return a really good defense. Good yeah. running game. Dalvin Cook's healthy again. Um, Adam Thielen had a great year last year. Stephon Diggs. But – They were fun to watch. That I don't think – I don't think Cousins is the franchise quarterback there. I don't think um, he is either. I don't, I don't think, think he so. he guides them to a lot of success. So, but still coming in at the second spot there, and as we'll see wow. later, potentially a playoff spot. Yeah. And uh, moving on to the best division in football, not even yeah. an argument, the NFC South. I think you're right. I think you're right. And about this that. one, I mean, obviously, I am a little biased, but I truly do think the Falcons go one this year, despite. Okay. Despite their uh, very grueling schedule, let me pull it up for you real quick. Um, I think they have they have one of the toughest schedules in football this year, but they have a couple of good stretches at home that could help them out. Um, so their schedule goes at Eagles to start the year. Oh gosh! And they've got Panthers at home, Saints at home, Bengals at home, at Steelers, Bucks at home. Giants at home, at Redskins, at Browns, Cowboys at home, at Saints, Ravens at home, at Packers, Cardinals at home, at Panthers, at Bucks. Oh, gross. So they've got some good home games. Um, Giants and Cowboys both at home, Ravens at home. Those are all good teams that I think they have the advantage at home. It's the away games that kind of scare me, at Steelers, at Eagles, at Packers. Like those those are – those, Those are, are some scary ones. Games. Yeah. But I think they I think they either go at I think at best they go twelve and four, which okay. I am very content with, but I think more realistically we'll see eleven and five. Okay. If Sarkeesian can figure it out. So I have Falcons at, at one there just because I talked to DJ about this. Um he was asking me on Twitter why I thought Falcons in the Super Bowl, whether that was just biased or I truly thought they had the team to do it. Um my reasons behind it, I think their defense is can be one of the best um, in the NFL. It's just the D line that's not super strong. 
Um, they lost a couple pieces, but I mean, they got Grady Jarrett, who's one of the best D tackles in the NFL, kind of under the radar. Um, but their linebacker core is amazing. They're still young. Like I think they're in their third years, Deion Jones, um, Devon J. Campbell, some big fast dudes. Um, and their secondary is amazing. Keanu Neal, um, Ricardo Allen. They've got a lot of good core there. They and do have the a offense, good core. Yeah. Their offense is stacked. Um, so the many only thing, The only thing they lost last year was uh, Taylor Gabriel, who was the short little fast guy. But he didn't have the year he did. Last year he didn't do as well as he did the year before. He's kind of yeah. quiet last year. But then they pick up Calvin Ridley, you know. So it's, they, they answered that pretty quickly yeah. in the draft. They bring back their entire O-line, I think, except one guy retired. I can't remember if it was the left or right guard or tackle. But, I mean, if Matty Ice has, has the year that he did in, in 2016. If Matty Ice they, throws freaking Julio Jones the that's ball. Not, if, that's the thing. If Sarkeesian throws Julio the ball inside the red zone, like like I, I, I tagged you in the Falcons Instagram post, I think, Honestly, I think Julio has the career or the year best year of his career this year. Really? Um, I could see him going 16, 17, 1800 yards and double digit touchdowns if they figure it out. But they just I mean that's the thing with the Falcons. They don't need to go to him every time they have so many weapons. Yeah. If they if they play well and if Sarkeesian runs the right system. But uh yeah, despite my tweets last year shitting all over Sarkeesian and asking for him to be fired. Uh, I hope he, he turns it around. If not, he's gone for sure. Um, I think Dan Quinn's the answer at head coach. I think he stays for a while, but uh, yeah. this is Sarkeesian's year to figure it out or he's gone. Well, the Falcons are just right on the cusp of being one of the best teams in the league, and I think that that was probably the most shocking statistic of all statistics last year in the NFL were, was Julio's touchdown receptions. Three touchdowns. Three yeah, in the regular season, that's like the most gifted, physically greatest specimen He's wide just, receiver in the league. If I'm Sarkeesian and I'm no football mind like him, but if I'm anywhere, if I'm in the red zone, wow, one of my three plays, we're going to Julio. I'm throwing a fade. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, and that's I, the thing, like he has the speed to run more than just fades, you know? Oh, he does. Yeah, and he just like his first few years in the yeah. in the league. He he had, I think, I want to say four or five touchdowns where they were literally screens, just quick screens to the outside, and he was gone. Like you have somebody that's six three, two twenty, two thirty, runs a four three forty, and has the jumping ability and hands that he has. Like, how do you not utilize that? Yeah, fifteen times think, a game thrown to him. I think that the Falcons could be. It's just such a. It's just it's one of those teams that, like you said, they could if they figure it out. There's no there's nobody that can that can hang with them for an entire game. I mean, like you said, in 2016, their offense was one of the more potent offenses we've ever seen, not win a Super Bowl. And yeah. I think that, like you said, they're capable of hanging 40 points on every team they play night in, you know, every week. But um, there, it remains to be seen how Matty Ice will respond this year with, with Sarkeesian going into his sophomore year um, as the coordinator. And I think that, um, I mean, that's just a tough division. You can't – it's just – it's it's tough because you can't have a bad couple of 
a bad couple of weeks because you can fall behind in the division and you can go ten and six and lose, you know, lose the division. You can not get a not get that first round by. It's it's just one of those divisions where Cam, Matty Ice, um, Drew, Drew Brees. It's it's really crazy how talented that division is. So yeah. Um, but what with that division being as hard as it is, I mean, that's definitely going to be my most highly anticipated game. Week one is going to be Eagles Falcons because that's because the Falcons should have won that game last year in the yep. in the playoffs. Uh-huh. But Sarkeesian ran a seven yard out to the short side of the field. Julio slipped, and it was just a broken play and just heartbreaking for me. Yeah, but, so, uh, so you got. I think Falcons. they. I think they rebound. Yeah, they'll have a good year. Eleven and five. Um, I have Saints going two. I could see them doing ten and six or eleven and five, and Falcons winning the tiebreaker. Um, Drew Brees has still got it. That defense is amazing. Young. They they, we, um, they, they had the offensive well. and defensive rookie of the years last year. And they could very well be. And they could have been. I mean, if not for the Stephon Diggs miracle. Um, yeah. They could have been in the Super Bowl. They could have been in the Super Bowl. So I think, and honestly, I can see Falcons and Saints um, switching there. I can see the Saints two, Falcons, or Saints one, Falcons two. Okay. I think they both have great years. Got Panthers three. I think Cam Newton just is Cam Newton and turns the ball over too much and <laughs> kind of tries to be too flashy. And I don't think they they make the playoffs. And then the Bucks, Jameis Winston, super he's, overrated. He's eating his hand all year. Just the most uncomfortable. He's pregame talk I've ever seen. <laughs> it's just, hard. It's hard to watch uh, that and not cringe. It's so bad. And like you can see the team is like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? Oh my god. What are you saying? He's supposed to be your leader and he's eating his hand. <laughs> oh, What's it? It's a W. I'm gonna eat it. It's times what? like that when I take Ryan Tannehill for granted and I just go it's like, Hey, I got a question for you. What? Yeah. You know? uh, stop. Change it. Uh, just obviously change it. Change it. But uh yeah, so I got Bucks taking fourth there. Uh into the West. Rams could be the best team in football next year. I, that's one of my – I'm so excited to watch this. They're going to be good, man. That They got so many acquisitions in the offseason that are scary I, good. He, their coach, Sean McVay, is – The 34-year-old or whatever he is. He is probably my favorite coach in the league. He's Yeah, the him and Kyle Shanahan are two of the best young coaches in the league. But, yeah, I have the Rams going one there. Then – this is where it got hard for me. This is one of the ones I switched. I have Seahawks and then Niners, but honestly, I think it could go Niners-Seahawks just because yeah. the Seahawks lost a lot of weapons defensively. Um, I just don't think I, – I think their run is kind of over with deep playoff runs and I making the, the Super Seahawks Bowl. I think the Seahawks have so. a terrible year, personally. I think they have a bad year, and I'm excited for it because I don't like – I don't like – Yeah, I'm – uh, I'm only a, a Bobby fan. I don't like anybody else on that team. So I don't like Pete Carroll, and I think he's uh, – I don't know. I'm just excited. He can't jump ship and go to the NFL now and leave USC in, in shambles like he did when he left college. Now he's just going to be able to – hopefully he just sits in the shambles that he's created, you know, signing the contracts. You know, he just got – he got so lucky. I mean, you could say it was – you can say whatever you want. I just never have liked Pete Carroll, and I'm glad that now they've – gotten rid of Richard Sherman their defense is going to struggle Earl Thomas is gone yeah and I don't know I mean ever since they didn't they didn't they elected to throw that quick slant that Malcolm Butler it's, became it's slowly gone down, downhill since then been downhill since then and hopefully it stays downhill if you ask me yeah 
So, I, I mean, yeah, I can see – that's one of the ones that I can think can get switched, just like Falcon Saints is Niners, Seahawks. Garoppolo has all the confidence in the world. Um, just dating Very good-looking man, dating porn stars in L.A. Oh, that really makes me just worried about him. Just smashing. No, he'll be fine. He'll be good. Having those, I think. Yeah, I think. I think they have a good year. That streak they went on to end the year was remarkable, and I think they can keep that going. And still, definitely not better than the the Rams, but a good start for them as they get back on top after uh, many years of bottom dwelling. Of bottom dwelling. Okay, so who do you think? What are your matchups in the NFC? So this is the one that I uh, I switched around three or four times. Um, and even now looking at it here on my computer, I'm still unsure, but I'll read off as it is. Um, I have the Rams as the one seed. I think that one is locked in, um, from my perspective, I have Eagles, two Falcons, three Packers, four Saints, five and Vikings six. Okay. So we've got two from the North, two from the South, and then one from the East and the West. Okay. So that means Rams and Eagles buys Falcons versus Vikings and then Packers and Saints, which is going to be an amazing game. Um, So I have the Saints and Falcons winning those games. So second round matchups are Saints at Rams and Falcons at Eagles. Another rematch from week one and from last year's divisional round. I have the Falcons beating the Eagles and the Rams beating the Saints. So Rams Falcons rematch from last year's playoff. Okay. Um, and naturally, I have the Falcons winning that. Okay. So I have Steelers Falcons in the Super Bowl this year. Wow. Okay. What do you got out of the NFC? Um, I think the NFC here is where we're going to be a little different. I think I have as the number one seed. I oh, I agree. I agree on this. The the Rams are the one seed. I have the Packers as the okay. two seed. I'm putting a lot of blind not blind faith, but just a lot of faith in Aaron Rodgers. What do you what do you think they go this year? I think they do a twelve and four. And I think like you said, the Falcons and the Saints, which are my three and four, both do eleven and five. Okay. I think they both go eleven and five. I think the Falcons get the win the tiebreaker. So I'm gonna go Rams one. Packers two, Falcons three, Saints four, and let's see who are my other ones. I think gotta have the Eagles in there somewhere. Oh, <laughs> I did skip over the Eagles, but I I still have so I have Rams one, I have the Packers two, and I have the Eagles three. That's my bad. Okay, Eagles and then three, you have and then Falcons I just, four. Yeah, I just jumped right Saints to the five south. So who's um, your who's your last last Falcons team in? Falcons four, Saints five, and then I actually have the Giants falling in the six spot. Wow, that's yeah. a hot take. From it's what were they last year? Three and thirteen. Three and thirteen to the freaking to the playoffs. playoffs to a wild card. And I, so, I mean, I'd be okay with that. I know. I, I'm excited. I hope that happens because that would mean that the Rams and the Packers got the first round by, and then the first matchup would be the Eagles and the. Um, Giants. NFC and, East matchup. And then obviously we'd go a little, another interdivision. We do yep. Falcon um, Saints. Falcon Saints. And I think that. Which is always a, a dog fight. It's a dog fight. And those are my favorite games because it's like 40, 45 to. Yeah, exactly. 
I love those. So and it's just full of shit talking. Full of shit talking. Uh, you know, you got you just got touchdowns left and right. I think that so in those first two matchups, I obviously think the Eagles beat the Giants. The Giants have a great year, lose to the defending Super Bowl champs in the first uh um the first playoff game. And then I have the between the Saints and Falcons is really tough, but um I just think that the Falcons have more weapons than the Saints. The I, I think the Falcons win that game. Um, that could be a a matchup of a of a lifetime right there. That game in the playoffs, I'd love yeah, to see that. I would too. And I think that I think Drew Brees is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I love watching. Drew oh Brees. no doubt, he's such a classy dude, and he's undersized, and he was doubted, and the Dolphins passed on him for freaking Dante Culpepper. <laughs> of course, but um. I love Drew Brees, so but I do think the Falcons are the better team there, and I think the Falcons win that game. So that would put it as um, Falcons and who'd you Falcons, have it two? Number two seed are the Packers, so Falcons, Packers, and then Rams, Eagles, Rams, Eagles. Um, and this is two good where, matchups there. Yeah, I think Falcons, Packers. That's just where there's just a. I mean, two years ago when it was Falcons Packers, the Falcons kind of just ran away with it because the Packers. Didn't yeah, have, they dominated. They didn't have the weapons that the Falcons yeah. did, and Aaron Rodgers could only do so much. So, I think um, Falcons win that game, and then I think the Eagles beat the Rams. Which is, I wish I could say the Rams beat the Eagles because I think they're so cool, but I think the Eagles are just such a stacked team and I honestly think Eagles Falcons I'd have to take the Eagles slightly so you're having them back into the Super Bowl yeah I'm going back with the Eagles dude hot take back it's very very possible with I mean if Wentz comes back and plays the way he did before his injury oh they're just such a scary scary team, team. Too. yeah um but I don't know I feel like a lot of that's going to j- be jumbled and it's going to it's going to change just based on just because the NFC is so unpredictable. And like we saw last yeah. year, the injury bug can bite anyone and that can change the entire exactly. of the season. So means to be seen. So that means you have Eagles Steelers, correct? Eagles Steelers and you have Falcons Steelers, right? Yep. And I have my prediction as Falcons 28 Steelers 23. I don't know if we've gone as far as to predict the score, but I haven't, but I'll do it right now. I think that if the Eagles play the Steelers, I think because of the AFCs, it's just weaker. I think the Steelers would have um, – I just think the Steelers – I'd honestly probably pick the Steelers. I'd, I'd pick the Steelers from doing that. Steelers I used play. to – I mean, I used to hate the Steelers, but now with Juju being on the team and kind having like interacted with him, like I'm okay with that. I like AB. I think it's um, I think it's close. I think it's like a twenty one seventeen game. It's a little bit more of a stalemate. Lower lower scoring. Yeah. I can so. see that. I mean, I think the Steelers are gonna be a great team, I think. I mean, I hope I'm correct on my predictions, but I can I mean, like we've discussed earlier, there's a lot of stuff that could be mixed up. I mean, you know how the NFL is, you never really expect you can't anything to, to come true from, from your predictions. So it's it's all over the place. So I think like I said at the start of the pod. Well um, yeah. This could be the most competitive and most entertaining and fun season we've had in, in my memory. I mean, I'm only yeah. 25, but and I I've watched a lot of football, and it should be fun. And I think it's, there's some solace that I take in in Nick Wright predicting the Giants to uh, the Super Bowl last year. The hell out of here, Nick Wright. <laughs> Old beak head ass. So I hope that if, if as long as the – 
the Steelers or the uh, the Eagles do not go three and thirteen, I'll feel fine about my pick. Yeah, you'll do better than than the the famed Nick Wright. The the original who was never who was never even probably thrown a football in his life <laughs> or, or caught probably he's probably thrown one never caught one. <laughs> That's exactly. Oh, Doesn't Nick seem like Wright. the athlete type. Now, shout out to Nick Wright for not only predicting the Giants here's, the Super Bowl. Here's a question for you, kind of yeah. off topic. Well, I mean, it's on topic, but off topic in the sense of what we had planned for the pod. Okay. Who is, uh, who's the better athlete, Nick Wright or Colin Cowherd? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Because you know Cowherd was not an athlete. <laughs> no was, chance. Cowherd was probably the guy that – He rode the bench. He knew he probably has always known statistics with basketball and stuff. Yeah. And he'd show up and just didn't have an athletic bone in his body, but he'd be telling guys, uh, you know, like ERAs and stuff at gym class and stuff that nobody wanted to hear. Like, <laughs> um, but I think Nick Wright, uh, slight edge just because of, uh, I mean, I don't want to get personal, but I think, I think that Nick Wright would be a little bit more feisty. I think he's kind of, he probably takes, a little bit of pride in playing basketball, trying trying to be as much like LeBron as possible. Right. And I don't know. I think I think Nick Wright would get him. Uh, it'd be an ugly game. It'd probably be like an hour and a half. If it was a game to eleven, it'd take like an hour and a half. <laughs> but no doubt. I'd love to. I mean, they should televise it. They could get some money out of I it. Would, be, I would. There'd be some sponsors, that. some ads. Winner gets Skip Bayless. <laughs> oh, I forgot about Skip, man. Oh, for, well, they're all, all they're all bad about skip we all try to i just i don't watch any of those uh talk shows i haven't i couldn't tell you the last time i watched them i, I see their stuff on twitter but well i, I don't just, take the time out of my day to watch yeah i don't i'm not a big guy it's too much for me there's just too many i think it's all it's all clickbait i mean but that's uh that's good i think that uh i think those are good good picks i think the afc I think it's going to be hard for us to be really, really off with our AFC picks. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just not as much competition there. That seems there a little really more secure. But the NFC is what I'm so excited for this year, is watching the NFC, watching the divisions, and watching the players like Saquon Barkley take on a huge role with the new the new, the New York football giants. And, and the fact that they actually can come back, and it'd be really cool to see them have a good year because I think I think the – the NFL's better when the Giants are relevant. It's just like the NBA is better with the Lakers being relevant. Right. Relevant. So I think that oh, I said rev, relevant. It's relevant. Yeah, you're an idiot. You said it twice, uh, dumbass. <laughs> I'm uh, not speaking well, but I'm um, I'm thinking that the Giants do well, and I'm hoping the Giants do well. I mean, I guess this is kind of a little bit off topic. Well, it wasn't planned, but I think. If I could pick two teams that I would like to see do well, besides the Dolphins, obviously, um, it would be the Giants and the Rams. I really want to see those teams flourish, and um, I like, uh, I just like where they're headed. I like their draft picks. I really like, I really, really, really like the Rams, and I think Sean McVay is a future Hall of Fame coach, which is really, oh, really the no same doubt part. with how young he is. He's so young, the and success I think he's already he had. It's so crazy the turnaround the Rams had last year and the turnaround that Jared Goff had. And it just it to me, it speaks volumes of like if, if he can turn Jared Goff from everybody saying he was a bust to having a great year last year, then what's he gonna be able to do with, you know, 
with other guys on his team. What's he going to be able to do with Jared Goff, you know, second year and then, yeah, or Jared Goff's third year, but what's he going to be able to do with Todd Gurley? Like, I'm so excited to watch Todd Gurley. I think he's, I think he's, he, I mean, he was offensive uh, player of the year last year. Yeah. And, oh, they're just so fun to watch and their defense is, defense was fun to watch um i love that they were just beating the shit out of the seahawks i loved every second of that love that and so always happy to see them lose oh always happy to see the 12th man go down um what do you i mean if you could pick two teams or a team that you'd like to see do well that isn't the falcons i mean who would you like to watch i mean it's hard for me to say like i i lean towards teams in nfc obviously i don't want them to do as well because the Falcons are in the NFC. Sure, sure. Um, but I think there's more potential there. Two teams that I would like to see do well are the Niners. Um, I mean, despite Kyle Shanahan's blunder in the Super Bowl that cost me some some oh. winnings, some four-digit winnings that we will not discuss. Oh, gosh. Um, still think he's an incredible coach. and Run the ball. I think, I think they'll be amazing. So I think, I think the Niners will do well. The other team I'd like to see do well, I'm not like a fan but they just haven't been good in a while, and they've got a good, young, fun team, is the Bears, the Bears. Okay, the Bears. I could see them doing well. Um, I have them winning eight games this year. So that's super – like, that's really off the page for me. Like, where where do you, you think Mitchell Trubisky just picked yeah, it out? Yeah, I think – I mean, he's he's definitely got potential. He does um, have they've got size. They've got a great two-man tandem at running back. I mean, nobody compares to the Falcons' two-man tandem at running back, other than the Saints. Falcons and Saints' running running game is it's unmatched stupid. as as a twosome. Um, yeah, I mean, their defense. I don't know much about their defense, but uh, I just have a little more faith in Trubisky this year. I think he and he didn't have an awful year. He just didn't have a lot of help around him. Uh-huh. Um, like I said, I mean, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're going to be two, three games out of it, but. I think they do better than most people think. Um, so I'd like to see the Niners and Bears do well. I mean, I'm I'm kind of I feel the same with the Giants as well. I just I love Odell. Barkley's going to be fun. Um, Eli represents the slow, unathletic white folk. He represents that, uh, a whole lot of uh, that uh, succeed, yeah. <laughs> which is a rarity in, in the NFL. Shout out to Eli. But it'll be. Knowledge. It'll be a fun year. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Excited for the season to start here in uh, just about a month. I think preseason starts in a week or two. So Dolphins always do really well in the preseason. So I'm excited yeah. for those. So I think honestly, the Falcons usually go 0 and 4 or 1 and 3 in the in the preseason. Well, but I think the good teams typically do. Yeah, they don't stress too much about it. Um, okay. One other thing I failed to mention: this happened today. Um, the Falcons held their practice in the uh mercedes-benz stadium today saw that yeah 60,000 60,000 people came wow. to watch them practice isn't that insane that is insane that is so i'm excited about that the culture in atlanta is changing they they kind of have been degraded i guess you could say as not being the best sports town like people from outside of atlanta don't think it's a sports town but okay. uh, people are starting to get behind the Falcons a little more, um, which is. Cool. I think it'll be fun. I mean, it's, it's cool to see that that sixty thousand people want to go see him practice. I mean, yeah. I get the chills watching their hype videos, like the first video of Julio coming into camp. I was like, ah, oh, shit, game over. Ah, uh, it's over. That's sixty. Like I, I truly see Julio going off this year, which would be amazing. He's my favorite player, so uh, love to see that. But uh, yeah, so 
it'll be a fun year. I'm looking forward to it. I am too. Um, obviously, we'll have our, our fantasy league, which I, I, I've been doing fantasy. I did it back in the day, but hadn't done it in a couple of years. But I think this is my fourth year or fifth year straight doing it. It just makes the game so much more fun. Like, okay. instead of just watching Falcons game, I'm interested and intrigued in other matchups and other games and more invested in it. And it makes it more fun. You get to talk shit to your friends and yeah, I'm you get so to feel like a GM and a manager organizing your team and yeah. seeing the success and hopefully the money come in. I don't um, really, uh, I don't really, I don't really put a whole lot of thoughts or effort into that anymore because I'm just so bad. Um, I always, I mean, last year I had a good team and I found a way to, to screw it up in the playoffs and I wasn't, ex- mm. I wasn't, I wasn't at all surprised. I kind of feel like, um, what's his name in the league? Uh, <laughs> I can't even remember his name. The bald guy. Bald guy in our league? No, in, in the in the TV show, the league. Oh, Andre. <laughs> Andre. <laughs> Every um, fantasy football player needs to watch the league. That should be that, required. It is such a funny series. It's really vulgar. One of the best. One of the best shows to ever grace our television sets. I'm very actually, vulgar. It's very vulgar, but it is so funny, and I love the characters. And so, Andre, great cast. You'll understand. Uh, Curbs made some, some, uh, some. I mean, pretty messed up comments about how I resemble Andre when it comes to style, <laughs> which is maybe a good hair. way to. Oh gosh, and so. But yeah, Andre sucks at fantasy, and um, I suck at fantasy, so I kind of relate with him on that. But I mean, if you're making the playoffs last year, I mean, that should be some confidence going into this year that you can do better. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't take a whole lot of time. I mean, the draft takes a little longer, and then it's just thirty minutes to an hour every weekend to to yeah, set it up and kind of look at your matchups. And I had a decent team last year. Maybe maybe I'll pull it off. We'll see. Um, if I can, so like I I sent you that Snapchat, and I sent it to a lot of people that I did that that mock draft if i can pull off a team like i had in that it's gonna be some easy money for easy team olsen easy money bro uh, so that'll be fun but uh yeah, that wraps up our uh our discussion a little long on the nfl but it was i saw some some fruition to it and uh, uh, i think I it was it. successful i think i said um, wrong three times but other than that I yeah really appreciated the it's it's the it's the preliminary pod um yeah, there's gonna be some mistakes it's not gonna be uh, perfect i'm nervous when there's lots of people listening so yeah, I mean, it, I think it will just have me listen to it again, and then hopefully we'll get a couple other listeners for this first one. But uh, as we grow, we'll get a little bit better, um, get a logo, get a real name, get some advertisement, uh, hopefully get some listeners and some uh, some uh, intriguing uh, discussions and interactions with some fellow fellow NFL fans, NBA fans. and Maybe we'll have uh, Miranda lovers of the pod on the pod. Uh, I don't. I mean, love nah, them, but not sure not. how much they can uh, they can bring to the table. You know what I mean? There's, no not disrespect. Lot, there's not a lot they bring to the table when it comes to this at all. Yeah. Um, but we love out, them. Though. Shout out Miranda and Ob, regardless. Yeah, but uh, I mean, we've we've gone for an hour and eighteen minutes here, so we'll briefly uh, finish up with uh, just a little bit of fashion talk. Okay. Um, we can get more into it as we as we dive deeper into the pod, but just kind of a a short overview, um, just kind of talking about our fashion, um, what we like, what we see is changing, what, uh, what is hot now. But I'm just curious to know, like, I mean, as the listeners will find out, we've known each other for what has it been two years now. It's been too long. But yeah, about two and a half years too long. Um, yeah. 
But uh, my first interaction with have... Herb was when I caught a touchdown over him. <laughs> <laughs> let the uh, let it be known that the one game that my team played, Chase's team, I had three touchdowns, three touchdown receptions, and we won by I think it was thirty. It was it was it was forty. It was forty. Yep. Yeah. I knew it was forty. I just wanted to hear you say it. So yeah, I let that 40. be known. Um, given you didn't. You uh you didn't guard me for all the touchdowns, but uh, uh we, won't, we won't name who we won't name who 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 is the uh, main defender there. Shout out the Raiders. Shout out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so fashion like uh, I mean we've known each other two years. We've given each other a lot of shit, but I've always liked your fashion sense. Um, the shoe game's always been nice. Uh, shout out um, my uh, bowling fits. Your bowling, you haven't. Had, I mean, when we go bowling, your fits aren't always the best, but overall, you do pretty well. I'm average. Um, I'll admit. I mean, you've got a you've got a good body for fashion. Um, Ew, that, that's, that's that is people crazy. don't realize how important that is. It's it's a little tougher for me to pull it off just because I inherited uh, Cordell's legs. Shout out to <laughs> Pops, Cordell. his uh, tree trunks. Well, uh, in, in so it's harder to pull out. I mean, I've got to wear some tall tees to hide those legs, but uh, well, I, I do all right for myself. I'm uh I will say when it comes to style I will say Curb's always pretty quick to to jump on the trends and I mean it's easy but for let me it, to... let it let that not distract from the fact that I am still like my own person in in fashion I, no, I no, wear no. what I like That's that you is very I mean? true you you kind of find a way to make it your own right that's what I like that's kind of when I started I mean, when I started hanging out with you in the in that in that group is when I started to realize how cool it is that, you know, people were were they had their style and they had their look, but they, you know, you you're good at making it your own and doing something that's that's different. And I, I like that because I mean, I've always you've always liked shoes. I've always liked shoes. Shoes are fun. Shoes are cool. But just recently, I've started to get a little bit more into like the complete. Like pants, right. sure, you know, and like I, I, I never really cared. Like I was always the type of guy, and I think you're like this too. Like I'll wear a black shirt, black jeans, and like my favorite pair of shoes. Right. I and, was I was big into the black, especially in the fall. I mean, yeah. the fall is a great time to go murdered out. You know it's what I mean? Super safe, and it's always it always like it's nobody's clean. gonna give you any kind of shit if you're wearing black on black. Right. So, but recently I've tried to venture out into a more, um. I guess a more, uh, a little bit more variety and some more, I guess, grown up look um, as opposed to just sneakers, jeans, and a t shirt, you know? What do you mean by, by grown up look? So when I say grown up look, and this might, you know, take you by surprise, and it's not even that grown up. It's not just like. Just don't tell me thing. like dress pants and a button up. I'll cut your throat. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I do, I do think that. Um, like stores wise, like I never have been like a huge, I like to shop for shoes and stuff. And if you're in New York, like when we went to New York together, like there's some cool places there, obviously, but for sure, you just go into a classic mall. I've never really enjoyed doing that because I don't really like to shop anywhere. That's, you know, that like all these stores that just do nice shirts and nice pants. Like I just like to go into Foot Locker and I like to sometimes venture into like, I don't know H and M. Like I always thought H and M was fine because it was cheap, and there was stuff that I thought was fine. But recently, and then we found out they were racist, and yeah, I haven't gotten anything from okay. there since. But yeah, that's that is true. So they had the ASOS is a, is a popular one. There's ASOS, a lot of variety there. 
Yellow and Variety and ASOS, good prices. But I've recently Forever, Forever Twenty One has some. You do like Forever Twenty One. You kind of introduced me to Forever Twenty One. Um, I do think that I like Zara a lot more than I've liked in the past. Yeah, shout out Zara. I was introduced by uh the boy Veeks. By Veeks. He's a he's, shout out he's a big Zara fan. Well, Zara that, fan. And, sorry. Yeah, and uh, and Vico's good with style too. Everyone knows Vico. He's got pretty cool style. But I think the pants there are really cool. And yeah, my my favorite jeans that I own, I bought in New York from Zara. Really? Were they favorite relatively jeans. cheap or were they pretty expensive? Yeah, I actually got them on sale. I think they were only about 40 bucks. Oh, I think they retailed for like 90 or 80, which I mean, for jeans isn't awful. No, but, no. I mean, I was in New York. I was like, yeah, I can I can splurge 40 bucks here. No problem. Yeah, no, I think. Glad I did. They, they fit well and they're comfy. They're flexible. Zara, yeah. I like Zara. And I don't know if you knew this, but... Uh, Founder of Zara, one of the richest men in the world, the, the he, Spaniard. He? Yeah, he's a multi multi billionaire. He he's from Spain. Oh, I knew I knew Zara was from Spain. Yeah. So it's they just opened one. Uh, actually, pronounced Thada. Thada. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I do like Zara though. I just it's hard for me to find. It's harder for me to find something that I like in Zara. Yeah, so I, I do really like good, some of their stuff. A really cool Zara here, dude. Really cool. Yeah, bigger cities tend to have a little more. A little more to choose from. Yeah, it's nice. And so I don't know. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm all full fledged going into like. And when I say grown up look, I didn't really mean anything besides like I'm liking to. I'm liking to wear some cool jeans, cool pants. Like, I right. will say this: if I was cool enough, I would really be trying to wear. Was it off white that the JV was wearing in the music video? Uh, dude, those he made that look so cool. His fits that? in that in that video were great. Oh, that was so and cool. like. As I, I showed you before it came out, I sent you that Snapchat of me wearing the, the pants with the tucked in shirt. And I thought that was so ironically cool. that came out that same day that I saw that. And I was like, oh, damn, JB's doing it. Like, hell yeah, I'm full fledged. And I ended that's, up going out. That's crazy. To that dinner. On that. I went out to dinner just like that. Felt confident, liked it. Just going to keep it. I mean, and again, like I said, I got the big legs, so it, I can't pull it off in, in all my. Uh, all my pants, so it's got to be a select few and a, a certain type of outfit to, to look good, but yeah, I like yeah. it. It's a I, fun trend. I think it's a really cool trend, and I think he makes it look really cool, just like kind of like a almost like a trucker look. Yeah, but he's know? got he's got a great body for it, just skinny. Oh, he does have a great small legs, for it, and he's got a really cool. I mean, he's just a cool guy. I like. I'm a big I'm a, Bieber fan. I'm a I'm a big Biebs guy for sure. If we talk about who I think, and this is another really hot take, we don't have to venture into this kind of discussion at all, but if you ask me who is the GOAT musician or artist of our generation, you're going to slap me. But I'm going to probably say, say JB. I'm going to say Bieber. I mean, he, some of, I mean, his most recent albums have been, um, I've been a big fan. Um, Purpose was amazing. Um, one of my favorite uh, winter albums for sure. Oh, gosh. But yeah, he's very talented. Like, for how he's my age. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm. I've done nothing with my life. You know and what I mean? Just, he's over here doing a little bit of everything. Worth, worth like four hundred mil or something like that. Yeah, something absurd. He, yeah, but he's he's stupid talented, and I mean he's just very talented. His voice is incredible. He's a great performer. Yeah. Um, his has gone through a lot of hate over the years, but uh, I stick I stick by his side through and through. I do. I've always been a JB fan. That's something that I'm proud of. Is that I was never like anti JB. So. Um, I can respect that. I, I really like him. Ever since the even the baby, you know, one time days, like very pro mm. JB from the get go. So the Never Say Never movie, one of my one of my favorites. Oh, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Very great to see that side. 
So what do you yeah, think he's... is, what are some new things that you're, I mean, back to the style, but what are some things that you're noticing or liking or anything that's um, So with me, it's a, I have things that I want to do. Um, money's a little tight at the moment, so it's hard for me to really get into it. But I think that's, um, that's a great thing because a lot of our listeners, hopefully, are, I, I don't imagine there's a lot of millionaires listening to us. So right, right. We're just, we're out a little more you like guys, us. You know, there's, there's discount fits. Yeah, you can pull off stuff uh, on a budget. You can ball on a budget. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of similar to you. In the, I mean, you know me, I especially in the fall, the winter, I keep it relatively all black. Yeah. Um, I like to wear my, my 11s, my Jordan 11s with some black jeans and a black tee, some 8s. Always uh, envious of the 11s. Always envious. I'm on, uh, f- I think, four pairs. Yep, four pairs of the uh, 11s currently oh, that I rotate through. Um but I mean, I don't, I don't wear those in the summer. Like they're just too big for me to pull off with like shorts or anything like that. They're probably really hot too. Like hot. Yeah, like they're heavier. They're not super comfy. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I have been all black the last few years. But recently, I've, I've started to switch more into getting more colorful. Okay. Um, as you know, I'm a, a rep for Okito here yep. in the, uh, Utah. One of my favorite brands. Um, big fan. Not super well known but we do all right um very authentic and, and nice clothing it's we kind of pride ourselves on making the best stuff yeah um most people that wear us will tell you it's the most comfortable stuff they've worn and i will so shout out i will say shout out akito yeah i love my okay I've, I have a couple of akito shirts and uh, uh that sleeve the soccer that sweatshirt and i got the the sherpa thing that i can't the wear sherpa right wool. But, yeah it's a little it's a little warm and my um, joggers dude yeah we 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 got some new stuff coming um big fan of that stuff but yeah i, I like i like venturing into that just because it's a little more cultured like as you know gabby who started it he's from africa yeah um, like he's got music. roots yeah. he's got roots in france and the ivory coast and congo so it's just a little different than what you typically see in utah and that's kind of my thing is that i like to be myself and try to wear stuff that people don't have and don't wear i don't like to fit in i like to stand out with what i wear well that's what i like Um, too that's what i like about your style isn't like it's not hype beast right but i don't have anything that's hype beast honestly yeah and i i i i don't like hype beast personally i have nothing against those that do yeah nothing at all but i just think it's kind of easy to to be a hype beast i mean not absolutely not if you have like obviously, if you have money, I respect you. And if you have the you, means, for sure. If you have the means, that's really cool. But I think that hype beast, you know, you put on some a supreme hoodie or an off white hoodie. It's just for the it's just for the gram. That's it's just all for it the gram. Like and people so, don't wear that for themselves. Yeah, and I just think it's cool because you can go through the Discover page on Instagram and you can see all kinds of hype beast fits. But then you don't see like, and I kind of pride myself, and I know you do too. But like, you're not going to see the exact outfit that hopefully I'm wearing as as right. You know, and maybe a little, there's a, there's some Jordans or, or there's some Aikido this, but you know, it's not, it's not just a one, one category of clothing. And that's what I kind of like. Yeah. And I mean, all the respect in the world to Supreme. All the respect. I wish I could afford it. They're the main, they're the main hype piece. But for me, it's just like, for most of their stuff that I see, quality just isn't that great. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like the material isn't awesome. Uh Uh-huh. Like they just they make stuff that uh, rich 
white teenagers that have rich dads that'll buy, buy it for them in New York. You know what I mean? And then just the celebrities that probably get it for free and get it back. Just hype it up. Yeah. Shout out to Odell. Um, I do like some of some Supreme stuff, but I just don't see myself spending money on it. Well, yeah, um, and, and don't and don't take this the wrong way to all our hype beast listeners. I if I had a lot of money, you oh yeah you for would sure catch me in some off white. You would. Oh, see, I, I off white is different for me. I don't I don't consider off white hype beast. Okay. Personally, I I'm, I look more designer and supreme. Yeah, off white's more designer. I think the off white pen collection can be considered high beast, obviously. Yeah, right. for sure, for sure. The clothing, you're you're right. It's but clothing clothing wise, they're not. I mean, they're right. very high end. I have so I mean, the three people that I respect most in the fashion world are Virgil, Jerry Lorenzo, and Ronnie Fike. So Jerry started a uh, Fear of God, and, and his stuff that he makes is amazing. Yeah. what Virgil's done with Off-White and what he's the collabs he's done with Nike and what he's now doing with Louis. I mean, that's the goal right there. Like, I've always wanted to work in fashion. And probably my biggest uh, influence is, is Ronnie, um, founder of Kith. I was put on to him by our boy Dehan, who we will most definitely have on the pod at we some will, point. We will have Dehan. He'll no be a recurring guest. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean – at, I mean, no disrespect to Dehan, but at first when he was like wearing all the kits, I was like, okay, this is like kind of hot hype beast, like enough. But like after learning more about Kith and like I've watched a lot of videos about Ronnie, I've heard he's been on a bunch of podcasts that I listen to and like what he stands for and how he works. Like he's a good dude. He's top notch. Like I love Ronnie, um, what he stands for, how he works. Like he works his ass off and he's, he's just like Gabby in the sense that he cares more about what his brand stands for and the quality that they make than he does about money. You know what I mean? Like he, he would rather produce a nice product that made $10,000 than a shitty product that made a hundred thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Like he's not in it for that. He's in it because he's passionate about the industry and he's passionate about what he makes. Like that's what I love and respect. He has just been dropping bangers for every week. It seems. Yeah. The collabs that he's pulled off, like Bergman Dorf, Coca-Cola, like, all these big well-known companies that he's been able to work with. And like, I look to him as inspiration for what I want to do. Like I, if I became successful in that industry, I wouldn't want to be someone that works for a company. Like I want to make my own brand and be able to have that foundation. And like, people know about it and people want to sell their shit in my store. Just like what Ronnie's done. Like they carry everything in Kith. What he's created is incredible. So like, Ronnie, Jerry, and and Virgil have been big inspirations to me. Um, it's a tough industry, though. Like, I mean, it, it takes a lot to get into it. But yeah, I've 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 tried to get more into um, kind of the color. Um, we've got some pieces with the keto that have a lot of color in them and a lot of more story to them. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm doing my best to, to venture that way. Um, Especially like I've I've noticed I've I found myself liking the uh, the bottom wear shorts pants sweats that are a little more crazy you know what I mean like okay. not your standard jeans blue jeans or black sweats or gray sweats like I like weird designs or like the Okito shorts that we have like bright red bright yellow bright blue like you can pull those off with some like you can make some dope fits with that okay yeah I like, like that I like being able to have those short shorts with cool designs and being able to kind of pop because you know how it is here in Utah. Like everyone wears the same thing. Like all, all the people up on campus are all on the same shit. Like that's the thing that I like most about our friend group of me, you day 
and Veeks, like we're all big fashion heads and like we wear what we like and we're our own person with it. It's like we all wear different stuff, but like yeah. together, like we all look dope. Like we have pictures of us and six fits, but it's like we wear what we want. We stand so, out. We're different than the norm here in Utah. Yeah, it's all a little bit different. Um, and I, that's what I like so much about style and fashion is it's just, it's, uh, it's always developing. You can always, you know, all of a sudden something can catch your eye and you can, you can kind of go, oh, I want to start wearing that and that to me is something that i love so much is it's just it's so i mean it's kind of i guess to kind of show the difference in sports every year every single year i go into the year hoping the dolphins do well and and the lakers do well but i mean the difference in style that i think is cool is every single year something comes out and i go wow i've never thought about that like i want to wear something like that or i want to wear that style or i want to wear those shoes that's such a fun thing. I know there's a lot of people out there that maybe don't think that spending money on clothes is worth it. Uh, but I have a lot, I mean, I have a lot of fun, you know, buying a, a pair of shoes or a certain look that I think is, that is unique or cool. And then when you wear it, if it'd be a, like a special occasion, like when we were in New York and we wore you know, our, our outfits to take a picture in. We knew that we're going to be throwing them up on the ground. Like that's just a good right. feeling. And I think that's something that. And it makes it so much more fun. It makes it more fun. I think it's a feeling everybody deserves to feel like everybody deserves to feel like they just put on a cool outfit and they feel like a million bucks. I think that's like right. one of the cooler things that style can bring is you can go from having a bad day, feeling down, and then you put on these shoes and this shirt and you're like, wow, I look like, I look really cool and I feel really cool. And that's just something that I think is so um, is so important in the day to day is mm-hmm. is feeling like you're special or feeling like you're cool. And there's definitely outfits out there that can make you feel like that, even if it's just for a night or, or for a day. I don't know. That's just something yeah, that, that I you can get that that personal validation of how you feel about it. Exactly. And it's, and it's always it's always nice to get other people being like, oh, damn, those shoes are dope or yeah, that fits sick. Like it's it's cool to get that. And it's a, it's yeah, just so. it's it's different. A lot of people don't understand the industry and why we do it, but something we're passionate about and that we like to do, and it's it's fun for us. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, well, good man. It's uh, I mean, you got anything else fashion wise to uh, to discuss? I mean, I don't want listeners. To, I don't want to disclose all my fashion tips and everything. Right. Yet, you know, cause I have we'll get more into that as as we get further into the uh, the weekly and monthly pods that we that we put out but uh it's been a it's been a fun first one um we'll we'll cover some more um in the future pods it's been a good preliminary pod where obviously there's obviously you know there's probably been some hiccups there's probably been some stuff we want to refine like anything else but for the most part i'm just excited to to be able to jump on here share a little bit of our insights and maybe ideas about style and then get at one point i'm really excited to get some feedback and opinions from others so for sure it'll be it's going to be a fun hobby to start out with and uh ideally something that we can do a little more frequently and uh have some monetary gain from i mean yeah i mean that's why anyone does anything so i mean we're not gonna we're not here to say that's not the goal but uh (laughs) yeah we're here to have fun and uh hopefully inspire others to be themselves in, in the fashion world and and get a little more into sports and their impact on our society so it'll be fun um so uh, that's been the uh, the pre- preliminary pod for us from Chase Chase and I. Uh, stay tuned for a name. Um, our tuned. future pods, our future pods will 
be probably a little shorter. We went a little a little long on this one. Um, we like we said, we're we're new, but we'll figure it out. Um, hopefully, we can get one out at least once a week. Um, for now, we'll cover everything sport wise. I mean, we've got the Premier League coming up. Um, so I'd like to. I'm excited about that, even though I'm very new. Very. Yeah, you're. This is your first year getting into it, so I'm I'm happy to guide you along as a as a Chelsea fan, as you're a Hot Spurs fan. Um, I'm excited to be guided along. It's going to be a fun league. Um, we've got a lot of a lot of fun. It's a fun time of year. I mean, football starting, soccer. We've got basketball in a few months. It's a it's a great time of year. So everyone, stay tuned. Um, a lot of good stuff in the works. Uh, as always, subscribe, rate, and review. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Yep. Tell your coworkers. Listen to us uh, on your long drives to to and from work. Uh, anything else from us, Chase? I think that's it, man. I think that's it. Uh, thanks to everyone who, if if you guys did listen, if you get this far, then wow, thank you. You're an amazing yeah, it's, support. It's um, going to be most likely just family that gets to hear, yeah. but uh, we'll take it. No, but this has been good, man. Hopefully, I mean, we'll we'll refine it, make it shorter, so there's not so many, you know. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll be a little more concise with our points and stuff, but this is definitely the a little more organized. A little more organized, but this is uh, this is the blueprint. So it'll be fun. We'll so be uh, stay tuned, guys and girls, and those that identify otherwise. We are uh, open to everyone. So we are. We are support everyone. Hope everybody has a good week. Stay tuned for the next pod. Should be out uh, soon. We'll see. Stay tuned. Accepting suggestions for names, by the way. Yeah, we'll uh, eventually have our own Twitter account, Instagram account, some viewers that uh, can hop on in and give their suggestions. So Absolutely. Appreciate everybody listening and uh, talk to you guys soon. Have a good one. Talk to you guys soon. Okay, thanks.